We're speaking to Sandira Chetty, Farmers Weekly's digital editor. Sandira, good morning. What do you have for us in the latest edition of Farmers Weekly if we look at the news section? Hello, LCB, and to the listeners, here are the top news articles readers should not miss in this issue. The first article looks at the high vet vacancy rate in the agriculture department. Despite an increase in veterinary posts, the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development has a 32% vacancy rate for veterinarians, leaving 103 of the funded 326 positions unfilled. Now, this information was revealed by Noko Musipa, the DA Shadow Minister of Agriculture, Land Reform and Rural Development. In response to a written parliamentary question, Minister Togo Dediza disclosed that the approved and budgeted vet posts had risen from 324 to 326. Masipa expressed concern over the shortage of veterinary doctors amid outbreaks of avian influenza and rabid hemorrhagic disease virus. The diseases have led to significant losses for farmers, with poultry farmers facing challenges in the expedited processing of import permit applications for fertilized eggs. The lack of veterinary capacity has resulted in delays in inspecting these eggs upon arrival. Masipa emphasized the need for additional manpower in the agri-department to address the crisis. Private veterinarians have become a fallback for livestock producers due to the prolonged shortage impacting biosecurity in the industry. State veterinarians' responsibilities, including disease inspections at livestock auctions, are neglected due to insufficient capacity. In the next article, S.A. Kane Growers says that sugar tax will kill jobs and put livelihoods at risk. The South African Cane Growers Association is urging Finance Minister Enoch Godongwana to reconsider the proposed increase in the health promotion levy sugar tax following his announcement in the medium-term budget policy statement. The sugar tax, which is set to decrease incidences of obesity and diabetes, currently stands at 2,1 cents per gram of sugar, above a 4-gram threshold per 100 milliliters. This amounts to a levy of approximately 11% on the price of all sugary beverages, with the aim of reducing consumers' consumption of sugary beverages in South Africa. It also required beverage producers to reformulate the product recipes and replace cane sugar with alternative or artificial sweeteners. SA Cane Growers argues that further raising of the tax set for April 2025 would have a devastating effect for rural communities when unemployment and poverty are at record levels. The association emphasizes that the decision was made without consulting the industry and there's no evidence that the tax had reduced obesity levels. The organization calls for thoughtful consideration by the National Treasury before proceeding with the increase, emphasizing the potential long-term costs of the tax. And lastly, adverse weather conditions is taking a toll on canning fruit. The 2023-24 apricot and peach harvests are expected to be below average and the pear harvest slightly down according to the Canning Fruit Producers Association. The upcoming apricot season is predicted to be 18% lower than the last season at 26,623 tonnes. The peach harvest is estimated at 139,963 tonnes, 7% less than the previous year. According to Jacques Jordan, CEO of the CFPA, the industry had lost about 500 hectares of peach orchards over the past two years because of the uncertainty over the future of Lungerberg and Ashton Canning and low profitability of canned peaches. Now, this in turn was expected to affect the harvest size at some point. What can readers expect in the feature section? The feature article in this issue looks at best practices for building and erecting owl and bat boxes. 
a research project looking at the impact of bats on insect damage caused to macadamia nuts in Lovubu, Limpopo, discovered that macadamia nut borer and false codling moth damage could be slashed by 35% with sufficient bat and owl populations in orchards. Removing these winged creatures from orchards led to a 60% yield reduction. Eco-Solutions Communications Manager Jordan Michael Hardy refers to bats as bug police, using echolocation for insect hunting. They fly around catching insects using a process called echolocation to find their insect meals. They make high-pitched sounds that bounce off objects and return to the bat as echoes. Bats in flight can distinguish the difference in sound between a tree, your head, and an insect, which is how they locate their food in the dark. About 70% of bats eat insects, also pollinating fruits like avocados. Hardy emphasizes the importance of bat and owl population density for effective pest control. Providing roosting opportunities further enhances their presence. A single bat house can host 100 bats, consuming up to 60,000 insects a night. Installing owl boxes involves strategic placement with barn owls capable of regulating their numbers based on prey availability. Now, troubleshooting tips include avoiding disturbance, checking for droppings, and addressing factors that may lead to bat or owl departure. Overall, fostering these winged creatures proves a cost-effective and eco-friendly approach to pest control. And in the livestock section? This week's livestock article examines the cost of the highly pathogenic avian influenza outbreak on South Africa. Now, avian flu is a highly contagious viral disease that affects several species of food-producing birds, pet birds, and wild birds. Highly pathogenic avian influenza strains may cause severe clinical signs and potentially high mortality rates among poultry. The global poultry industry faces ongoing challenges with post-COVID-19 demand reduction and rising feed costs. The South African poultry sector faces additional hardships, including social unrest, load shedding and ongoing avian flu outbreaks, resulting in millions of cows laying hens. The shortage of eggs intensifies due to the current outbreak, impacting food security. Street vendors, especially those selling Mzanzi sandwiches, face dilemmas with rising egg prices affecting their profitability. As over 5 million chickens don't reach the market, consumers may face higher prices impacting demand. Collaboration is crucial to mitigate the socio-economic impacts and protect the poultry industry, a vital contributor to the agriculture sector. According to Zimbini Mudlula, Director of Agricultural Economic Services at the Northwest Department of Agriculture and Rural Development, measures should focus on supporting non-formal traders, compensating affected producers, and adopting a One Health approach to prevent further infections and safeguard livelihoods. And what do you have in the crop section? In the crop section this week, we look at irrigation technologies that African countries can take advantage of. Over the past five decades, irrigation technology has evolved significantly to address the growing need for water efficiency, enhance crop yields, and adaptation to changing environmental conditions. This progress has contributed to increased food production for an expanding global population. However, Africa has not fully embraced irrigation technologies due to various reasons, including inadequate infrastructure. With potential productivity gains of at least 50%, there's a substantial opportunity for improvement. 
Various irrigation methods such as drip irrigation, subsurface drip irrigation, smart irrigation, center pivot irrigation, and precision agriculture offer solutions if accompanied by proper infrastructure and knowledge transfer. Now, these technologies not only conserve water, but also enhance crop growth and yield optimization. As the global population grows, leveraging advanced irrigation technologies becomes crucial to produce more food with limited water resources, potentially reducing labor costs and input costs for farmers. So if you found this topic interesting and want to learn more about other topics I discussed, make sure you get a copy of the 24 November issue of Farmers Weekly. And that was Sindira Chetty, the digital editor for Farmers Weekly.